0: Is Walk and Roll Live. This
1: is Walk and Roll Live,
0: a podcast dedicated to the disabled
1: community, sharing stories of courage and triumph, joy and discovery, and everyday
0: successes and challenges. Now, here are your hosts, Doug Vincent and Eric Aguilar. Hey, how you doing, folks? Welcome to Walk and Roll Live. I'm your buddy Eric Aguilar. I'm here with my co host. Doug Vincent. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Let me tell you, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm real excited for today's episode. This may be one of our best ones yet.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Eric Eblen. I met him through Possibilities. uh, So we'll we'll get his story. I I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. So uh, how was your week?
0: Oh, my week was stupendous, man. Oh, what'd you do? Like last night? I helped my mother-in-law to beat, make this really cool thing called taco ring. It was scrum diddly-ocious. Taco what? A taco ring. A taco ring. That's what I thought you said. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about the taco ring, folks. Yeah, how about that? Taco ring is one of the most delicious things that you'll ever eat. Inside a soft uh, doughy crust, it's got tortilla chips, ground beef with taco seasoning, ranch chipotle, nacho cheese in a can a layer of uh, shredded cheese and lots of yummy goodness. It's very easy to make. It takes about 10 minutes to make on its own and about 30 minutes to cook by oven. And boy, is it good. Good. Okay. I'll try that. Can you send me the recipe? Yes, sir.
1: You got it. (laughs) All right. So this past weekend, um, I don't know if I mentioned it at all on the show, but, uh, but we uh, had a family reunion of, of sorts, not the, not the entire family. We, we lost uh, four aunts and an uncle in the last 12, 13, 14 months. And, you know, so every time we'd get together for a celebration of life, a memorial funeral. And, you know, after you get to like two and three, it's like, oh, we can't, we have to stop meeting this way, you know, basically under these circumstances, you know, you're, you're happy to see these folks, you love them, but, you know, that's not the way you, you want to see them. So, you know, after, after the the fifth one, we thought, well, let's, you know, let's get together. Let's, let's do something. Let's have barbecue or something this summer. So everybody seemed to be in. So we kind of organized that me and uh, uh, one of my cousins. So basically it was just all the cousins and then their kids, their grandkids, whoever beyond that wanted to come. I just communicated with the cousins and let them, uh, uh, you know, take care of inviting their families, you know, and then, all the logistics that go along with that. So we had it this past Saturday in San Luis Obispo. And it just, it couldn't have been better. You know, there was actually more people who showed up than I thought were going to were going to come and, you know, potluck kind of a deal. We all hung out and, and just got caught up and it was happy. You no, know, it was, we were laughing and having a good time without having the other stuff all hanging over our heads. So a good time, good time, really enjoyed it. And also, I wanted to share with you, um, you know, we always say if you have any comments or thoughts or whatever, you can send it into uh, War Live at walkandrolllive.com, or you can go to walkandrolllive.com, and we have the, the contact uh, form there that you can reach out to us. And I, uh, I got a letter from Holly. I'll just say her first name from Literacy Circle. And she says, hello, hello Walk and Roll Live. I, I kind of debated whether I'd read this whole thing, but I read it. Earlier, I thought, I can't imagine what I would leave out. So bear with me. I'm a librarian that runs a beginner reading group for my kids and the kids in my neighborhood. It started with just reading to my own, but has grown into a neighborhood-wide effort that everyone is welcome to get involved in. And sometimes one or uh, one of the other parents will take over for a meeting if I'm not available. We have a child, Tyler, with partial hearing loss that moved into our neighborhood at the start of this year. This is a first for us, and we want to make sure he feels as included and as welcomed as the other kids. Recently, the other children expressed their desire to surprise him by learning to better communicate in the way that he is most comfortable, ASL, which is American Sign Language. I thought it was a wonderful idea to learn together and approach his parents with the idea. Once we got the go-ahead from them, I started looking for methods to learn ASL. That would be simple enough for kids at a young age and found Walk and Roll Live's page, Walk and Roll Live, the resource page. Uh, we've gone through it one by one at the past couple meetings. So I want to say thanks so much for sharing your ASL resources. Tyler's parents did give me a list of learning resources they used when they wanted to learn it themselves. And I was very grateful towards them for having taken the time to do that for us. I want to do something in return for them. So I wanted to ask you if you would be willing to add one of their suggestions to your ASL resources. And she gives me the link. Uh, I see them next week and I'd love to show them that they not only helped our group, but others as well. Anyways, thank you so much for the sign language pages. Sincerely, Holly. So I was just so moved by that. Um, You know, cause that's like I've said here many, many times is, That's what we're trying to do, build a community. We can help one another. And to get a letter like that, where it just spoke to that so, so well, I was so happy. So, and it's up there. You know, if you go to it, there's, uh, I added that link to our resources page. And, and same thing. If you have a story, anything like that, and, and we can help you in any way or, or you use the resource page to kind of help you in whatever situation that you're in, we'd love to do what we can, you know. I don't know what that might be or you know, if we can or not, but we'll certainly give it a try right here.
0: Right. Lately, what I've been doing is I've been learning how to make my own uh, smoothies and uh, cocktails with uh, no alcohol in them. Maybe we should put that up on the resource page. You can oh, put, yeah.
1: put, put Eric's smoothie uh, recipes up on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have an advanced page that uh, needs a little work. <laughs> it's uh, a little anemic. So I, I got, uh, I got Eric's, uh, link up there to his pages, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but, uh, you know, if there's a bet you're having coming up, uh, let us know. We'll, we'll do what we can to promote it. All right. So, uh, let's take a break. We're at the, or uh, in the Agyar professional training studio, bringing you walk and roll live, take a quick break and we'll come back with our guest, Eric Eblen. We'll be
0: right back guys.
1: Agyar professional training offers comprehensive organizational development and organizational effectiveness services for corporations, nonprofits, educational institutions, and individuals. What they do is improve work environments in key areas, such as performance management gaps, group interactions, morale and trust building, and team dynamics. To name just a few, using a strength-based approach in conjunction with individual or group coaching, all of the strategies have produced significant results. APT also assists with managing change, improving work processes, training, and management of human capital. Learn more at agarprofessionaltraining.com, A-G-U-I-A-R, professionaltraining.com. Welcome back to Walk and Roll Live. I am Doug Vincent, my co-host, Mr. Eric Aguilar. How you doing, buddy?
0: What's up, guys? How you doing? Welcome to another hot day in the sunny Southern California. Stay hydrated all time. Drink lots of fluids and protect yourself from those harmful rays.
1: We're not talking about uh, ray somebody. We're talking about coming out of the sky, right? Yes, sir. Very good. Um, Well, another uh, one of our guests that has kind of pulled through uh, friends, family, not the Eric and I know, Eric uh, Aguilar and I know, and this time it's another Eric. Eric, you know, I've seen your name. I don't know if I've ever heard it out loud over the years, and so I'm not sure. Is it Eblin?
2: Yes, sir. There you go. Perfect.
1: Got it right. Very good. Eblin. All right. So like we do with all of our guests, we kind of just start with uh, getting to know you a little more. Uh, Where are you from? Are you a native Californian?
2: Yes, sir. Born and raised, SoCal, Riverside, my whole life.
1: Oh, you're homeboy. I like it. I like
2: it. Riverside, Mobile. Yeah,
1: so I was going to say, where'd you hang out? Where'd you go to school?
2: Um, I went to school in Riverside, graduated from Arlington. Jefferson Gage in Arlington. Uh, I was a lion. I graduated in 96. 96. uh, Without (laughs) honors. Um, (laughs) I I made it. Very so, good. Yeah. Then I went to, I started going to college a little bit. Um, that was for the birds for me. Started working with my hands, cutting concrete, laying concrete, worked for Penn Hall, worked for a couple other, other places like that. Uh, ended up in the high desert, lived in Apple Valley, bought my first house there when I was like 22, wow. 22 years old. Um, yeah. So that's so, where I resided when I got hurt. Yeah.
1: What were your like hobbies and sports? Were you a, uh,
2: um, motorcycle guy or no, no, no dirt bikes and none of that stuff for me. Um, like basketball, baseball after I got hurt or after I got, uh, out of high school, I just did a lot of running, weightlifting, did fishing. I love to fish. I still love to fish. So fishing was my hobby of choice. So
1: that's I enjoy I but I, I it, but I haven't gotten to it in a while. So, I got that's one of those things I want to do in my retirement. Get back out there, you know, again, do that. You like fresh oh, or salt?
2: I like, I catch fish. So, you come with me, we catch a fish. <laughs> um, I do a lot of fresh. Salt's cool, but I'm still a little like, mm, I'm not into, you know, people carrying me around. And stuff right, like yeah. That. yeah. So, yeah. I I you know i'm game because my son is big enough to carry me around now but yeah <laughs> you know for the most part you know i'm hitting the lakes the streams bishop that's what i like yeah yeah you know, big bear i fished big bear the other day i i favor that side too
1: yeah i've done some fishing at like Lassen volcanic park and those streams up there and yeah it's nice to get yeah. into that atmosphere so you you your son carries you you're no small dude no I'm about 220 pounds,
2: <laughs> and, but he's got that strength where he doesn't go to the gym, but he just has he it. He just has it. <laughs> and I'm just like, cool. How are you doing that? <laughs> I kiss him on the cheek. I tell him you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so are, I know boy. Uh, we
1: kind of met through uh possibility of sports, you know, the basketball, you were sure. on the rolling bears. Right. And, um, yeah, I think we might've even played some rugby together. A little at bit point. back, yeah, back when I was in better shape, that's for sure. But uh, so are you involved in that anymore?
2: Um, I'm involved in a little bit more. I'm still involved with the, I stopped for a few years because my kids were going through high school and I was like, yo, I'm going to spend that time with them. Well, you know, some kids go in the middle, you know, you never know what's going to happen after they graduate. So I wanted to get all all, all of them. I could get into me. So um, I came back and I started going back to the Cubs, really the youth team that's where mm-hmm. i started back and i and i ripped my shoulder so i was kind of healing still i tore the the left uh, rotator cuff in like six spots i fell in big bear that's a funny thing but um <clears throat> i ended up going back and starting with the rolling cuffs cuz that was just a little more uh, i don't know it was just paid as forward as a
1: coach um, or
2: yeah coaching right yeah so i still coach with them i played with them last yeah. night i'm sore today Those kids pushing around. So you're talking about an 18 U team and then, and then the bears started back up. So I started playing with them as well. Um, So I'm still involved in both of those, but right now I'm more involved in, in, in the Cubs. So awesome. You know, we got, we have some youth coming in in the Inland Empire team. So anybody out there, Come and see us, yeah. Because you know, tryouts. the more you get, the better. No tryouts, you're on the team.
0: I'm <laughs> very good
2: <laughs> you're on like the team. We we will make you the player you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. You know. like All it, right,
0: coach. put
2: me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'm still playing. I love basketball. That's my first love. So, yeah. you know, playing that My but,
1: my brother has done that. He's he's retired. He moved out of the area, but he was in Sacramento for a long time, and they had a great recreation department. And he uh, was a coach for their wheelchair basketball and power soccer. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but, uh, you know, he, we're going to have him on as a a guest here in the near future, but a fellow named Eric Harris, which he's now with uh, independent living centers. Uh, He's with the conference or the foundation and he does policy and those kinds of things with uh, disability rights, uh, California. Yeah. And, but my brother knew him at ten years old because he coached him in wheelchair basketball. You know, now he's all grown up. Yeah. He's a lawyer, but I guess he uh, was a Paralympic, you know, athlete uh, to that level. So uh, might get a couple episodes out of him you know, when we talk about his his sports uh, days and all that, and then also talk about the you know disability rights and kind of get into it that way too. So looking yeah. forward to that.
2: We played in Sacramento a few years back, a couple times. Yeah, 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 and then sorry. And then um, what else? So I got a couple of the kids that over the last years that have went to college. Yeah, they, they're they're back right now, and we were playing together. And So they're, they not, they're not at that that school me level yet. So I'm still running my mouth. So I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you might be 18, like, well, but I'm like, <laughs> a
0: little smarter boy. Like,
2: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. so that'll come soon enough, right? <laughs> yeah. It, oh, he will. By next year, I guarantee he's gonna yeah. be. Schooling
1: me. Very so, good. Uh, yeah. My my brother, uh, you know, when he played uh, with the team up at Sacramento, they got an affiliation with the Kings. The yeah. Sacramento Kings. And I, I don't know if uh, the Lakers That's who we played.
2: That. Golden State was up there. And then the Kings, yeah. do the Lakers do that? Yeah. I, I'm not too sure if the LA teams, because there was a Clippers and a Laker team. I don't know if there's a Clippers team anymore. Yeah. Or a Lakers team, really. I think there's a Lakers, but I'm not too sure. Because I don't really travel. West, so right. I do it for playing ball, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so you you were into your twenties, working, doing all those things, and yeah. So, what was the nature Um, of your?
2: I was in my twenties, living large, man. Sounded like a Yeah. Oh yeah, I was ready. I was I was doing a thing, but um, you know one one day of. Well, extracurricular activities and some, you know, I was at the King of Hammers, really. So you heard of the King of Hammers?
1: Why? That yes, it sounds familiar.
2: It's up in uh, Johnson Valley, and it's where uh, the cars climb the rocks and stuff like oh, okay. that. Okay, up okay, yeah. near that Dry Lake Bed, near 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 the the rock side, climbing vehicles, that end vehicles. of the Johnson Valleys, and you know, I went climbing that earlier that day, went rock climbing earlier that day. And I barely made the climb that day. And then I went for one at night and that's where I woke up 18 days later out of a coma. You know, I fell, I fell 80 feet free climbing. So, you know, um, well, my fault, but (laughs) you know, that's why I don't, I'm not angry. A lot of people are angry, but I'm not, you know, I, did.
1: you know, and and I appreciate you coming on and, being candid and telling your story. And that's that's one of the things I think we're going to learn if we haven't started to already over the course of doing these is that, you know, everybody's journey is very, very personal. Uh, yeah, and, and there are people sure. that are very angry <clears throat> and there are, you know, people that process it quicker and and there's no right or wrong way. I think, you know, just everybody has their path. and For sure. So, I used to cry
2: every time I talked about it. I thought I was good. I'd get in front of somebody at Loma Linda. I'd be like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, now I've learned to digest it a little bit more and deal with yeah. it, you know, in your own way. But, you know, we all, it's almost a mourning process. So yes. yeah. at the end of it, you know, so, um, but yeah, I broke T789, uh, collapsed a lung um i had two skull fractures you know my head was shaved when you met me but (laughs) the scars you could see you know i had it was in a coma 18 days uh yeah it was it was a fun ride you know at first so you know you wake up out of that and you're like Well, what (laughs) (laughs) legs don't work did you have a recollection of the fall itself no i don't remember anything Yeah, yeah yeah it's funny the doctor's like well Good thing you were a little inebriated because if you weren't, you know, you would have had so much more of an injury. And I looked at the guy. I was like, I remember laying (laughs) in the bed like I made the climb, bro. We (laughs) have to worry about the injuries.
1: That's good. (laughs) <laughs> uh, interesting
2: you, take from that guy you know yeah yeah dr yeah, lee you know. was his name i'll never forget him you know what's funny is when i went to work afterwards he was w- sitting in the same ballard when i went into ballard, he was sitting there and he was like he was like what are you doing here and i was like a man's got to work dummy like <laughs> yeah, so kind of interesting same guy who was my physical therapy like pt doctor at Kaiser. but um so yeah.
1: let me ask you real quick too um so I mean, it sounds like you came through it really
2: well, obviously, really well. Well, my head injury was worse than the back injury. Yeah. So my head, I was just like kind of, which was a blessing because I was, uh, you know, I was uh, was 26 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was September 25th, 2004. So, uh, oh, excuse me. I was 26 years old and. I was wild. You know, I rock climbed and I free climbed and I cliff dived and I did, yeah. you know, I did those things that ad- adrenaline was my drug of choice. Yeah. So for me to, it's for me to be mild at the, <laughs> in the hospital was a kind of a blessing, you know, but it was me not being me, you know, upset, yes. you know, you have, you know, I lost my sense of smell from it. I've cracked the back, kind of messed up cranial nerve. Number one, the olfactory nerve controls that. But, um, you know, my memory is a little bit different studying through college was a little different, but, um, yeah. you know, I was off. And then one day, like, you know, you get, you get home and you're like, I need to go home. Then you get home and you're like, I need to go back to the hospital. <laughs> I'm not ready to be home. <laughs> you don't, you realize that, Hey, yo, I don't have the money to make this house the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So right. You yeah. have to learn how to adapt, adapt. which kind of helped me to where I'm at now, because now I'll go anywhere. <laughs> what, you know, I have a handicap room. Cool. I'll jump anywhere. <laughs> I'll do anything. You know, like, and, you know,
1: Well, those are the things that we've talked about too here. So I'm glad you pointed it out was, was, you, you know, people that before an injury, they, they have a personality type. Like you said, you know, you, you rock climb. That was your, you know, that was where you got your adrenaline, which was something you needed in your personality. Well, just because you have an accident doesn't mean that goes away. You still are that same guy. Right. That's right, man. I still
2: ripped my shoulder and busted my head open. And <laughs> Big Bear bombing a hill out there on by the Discovery Center. There's a trail out there you can push. And actually, I came around with one of my <laughs> the kids from the team. He was going to college, and I was like, "Hey, we need to. You need to learn how to do other things than play basketball in your chair because you know you're gonna find somebody of uh, of the opposite sex. She just don't want to watch you play basketball, bruh. Yeah. you want to do things and you want to, they want to, you want to know that you can go and do. You, It's not just doing hand things, things. Yeah. Yep. You can yep. still do everything with the able bodies. And he kept getting in front of me and I kept telling him, get out of the way. I've been pushing this trail longer than you've been alive, son. And <laughs> I came around a corner and he was right in front of me. I grabbed the back of his chair. He got squirrely. I was like, Oh no. And he went into the sand and I flipped up over him and I landed like, well, like this, and like kinda on my left shoulder and then bounced my head off the asphalt. Boom. Busted my head open. I was laying there bleeding. He was like, Coach, you okay? And I was like, You know what I feel, son? Alive. Was
0: like, <laughs> I was like, Hey, it's okay, <laughs> but
2: I'm not gonna I'm not it's not the first time I have bled, it's not the last. We're let's, you know, let's just regain ourselves. We were about four miles in, had a couple miles back to the truck. So you know what's funny is these two chicks picked me up, and I was like, no, nah, you're not going to be able to do it. I weigh 260 pounds on this chair, blah, blah, blah. They were like, no, nah, we got it. They picked me up. I was like, heck, yeah. Nice. I seen two grown men struggle doing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? They had a knapsack. They were all wiping me off. I was like, it's good. I'm going to bleed all the way back to the truck. It's okay. head wounds. Like, you, you know, Yeah, they bleed. Adrenaline, though, like, yeah, still. I should probably wear a helmet.
0: <laughs> so you oh, still have a, a little bit about it. <laughs> Go, Eric. Let me tell you a little bit about adrenaline there. I need the adrenaline. I crave it all the time. But when the adrenaline takes over, I count on my workouts or the sports I used to do to help channel that adrenaline. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, oh, geez, what happened? And then my fiance is like, honey, you thought you were the rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Learn the sure. hard way or not. <laughs> yeah. But you keep going. If I know Eric. He'll keep going. Yeah, I right? got it got to do it. So, uh, so did you ever go through that period where you just thought like, I mean, here you had done all these things as a young man, you know, you got in the house. And so at that point where you were, you married.
2: Oh no. Yeah. I, I was, um, <laughs> I was dating, uh, a girl that I'd been dating for a couple of years, you know, and that, that's all odd in itself, you know, like yeah. I didn't really have anybody living at my house. um, So when I got hurt and then kind of you come to, you know, you're out like a month and you're thinking once you when my head healed, I'll never I woke up. I was like, I felt it. I felt it all the way around. And I just was like different. I told my I called my nephews. I was like, hey, come and pick me up. Who's living in my house? Who's paying my bills? What is going You know, everything starts going through your head that you weren't even thinking about because you're just like focused on using the restroom and figuring out how to take relearning things and, you know, <laughs> yeah or learning re-learning, things. relearning how to not you know relearning what you can eat and what you can't because at before you were paralyzed you can make it to the toilet and you get <laughs> different things <laughs> like that you know what I mean like oh yeah. well, I don't like yeah. spinach artichoke dip anymore and <laughs> I can't eat this and you know, so you're learning that for a month and then one day, you you know, you wake up, you go through your crying and all that stuff, feeling sorry for yourself and whatnot. And then you realize, okay, how am I going to get in my truck? How am I going to do this? I need some weights. Where are my weights? Somebody go to my house, get my weights. And then I woke up that morning and I was just like, I called my nephews and I told them, hey, come and pick me up. And they were like, Unc, uncle, well, I got to go to school. I was like, I'll deal with your parents. Bring the van down. Come pick me up. Take me to my house took me to my house, went there. Unfortunately, you know, one of my buddies was messing with my girl and I kind of caught him there. And I, you know, un, you know, and and a lot of times that's what you go through with new injuries, dude. Like yeah. some people, I tell them all the time, like, you know, we say life or death and through thick and thin, but I'll tell you this much, it's not. And mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, it's not. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just got to deal with the reality of it. And I was just like, whatever, whatever threw them out um yeah then i just put my house up for sale and i was like yeah but that that was where i went and it was best thing that ever happened so yeah
1: yeah, City, right? yeah. yeah. Well, you know i'd say right yeah because well you know and that's again that's another thing we talk about you know it's like uh just because we have a disability doesn't mean we're immune from all those other hardships in life you know for sure you know you're you're you know, getting with your girlfriend. I mean, it's like, yep,
2: that still happens, too. Like, dang, yeah. what is this, a movie? I like, no. <laughs> <Bad
0: look? laughs>
2: uh, But you know what? I would have never met my wife and having two kids and all that stuff. So, yeah. You know, that, that it's been good. Yeah. You know, and it, it's funny because people think that everything, nothing happens. But I've had more stuff thrown at me since I've been in a wheelchair than I ever had walking. And I was just like, wow, what? the heck, you couldn't throw this at me when I was walking? It was much easier (laughs) Much easier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
1: So then, uh, so you're healing, you're getting back, you're getting out, sound like you're wasting no time getting back. So,
2: oh, my shoulder. Well, yeah, all of your injuries, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm right? One yeah. lady told me that some lady that was like at this convention we had was rubbing my back and she was like, your shoulders are crazy. And I said, well, they're my legs. So, you know, yeah, they're, <laughs> yep. they're going to be kind of hard to rub on. And she's like, well, you're harnessing negative energy and you need to do that. I was like, what? <laughs> you need to go get this energy out of you. And I was like, man, you're very spiritual. We need to do this. <laughs> like." <laughs> Well, but she, yeah, you know, so she, all she had, had known you for all of so two all right. minutes,
1: so she could make that kind uh, of assessment. I said, yeah. she's known you for all of two minutes, so of course she could make that kind of assessment.
2: They had the hottest hands I've ever felt on anybody. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, did you put those in a warmer? Like, you're weird. <laughs> like, are you, are you a witch? <laughs> I was crazy. I was like, oh, no. But, uh, yeah. So, so healing was, from everything mentally, physically, you know, I healed fairly quickly. Um you know, I try to eat and do right. I'm a dietitian anyway, so gotcha.
0: I do all that stuff. But, Awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: So then, um, like getting back to once you get all those things taken care of, you're you know you kind of got your head in the right place. You're you know you're 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 healed. Your your injuries are healed. Now are you ready to go back to work and how did that go?
2: Um. Well. You know, I, I I cut concrete and did, like, underground work and stuff like that, more more hard demo and soft demolition, uh pinhole and stuff like that. And I was going to go back to it because I could read plans and I could run. I was already running crews at such a young age, whatnot. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try to get these jobs at this other place. And I kept, like, showing up, you know, at these different uh places. I'm not throwing any companies out there, but I'm going to, yeah. you know, I, I, I to blast on them, but I'm not going to do that. And yeah. I just, you know, I had a I had a buddy, Ken Harity. You know, he was on my Bible study, and you know, I have no face before I got hurt, anyways. But he was at my Bible study, and he kept telling me, "He's like, why do you keep trying to kick doors down, and why don't you let God open one up for you?" And I was like, "Man, I do not <laughs> like you, Ken. I do not like you." And so I did, and I started going to school, and you know, it was it was easy for me it wasn't very hard. I, you know, it was hard in some spots, but um, I didn't, um, you know, I just figured out the ways that I had to, had to learn now, you know, from having a head injury to where some of my short-term memory was a little bit off and long-term and whatnot. So teaching myself how to study, how to, how to memorize stuff, especially if you're going through a science. So I stopped trying to get another job and I just started going to school and they're pretty much paying me to go to school. So then I went to Crafton Hills and did my undergrad stuff there. And then I transferred to Loma Linda into the, what is it? um, Into the um, nutrition and dietetics program. And I went into a bachelor's and a master's program. And I completed that in like 20 Thirteen, but in the process of that, I was playing ball all over the country. I got married. I mean, you know, I got married two years after I got hurt to my wife. Um, shit, that makes me cry more than anything uh, else. <laughs> that's <laughs> I great. all right, man. It's all you right. Know, yeah. Anyways, I, all, I, I married country. her, and we have two kids, and we got married in two thousand six, and then, you know, we we what else you know got married in 06 and that was a struggle you know all the way around i had a pressure sore that almost killed me one year into college (laughs) that sucked so um yeah you, you found a good one buddy oh yeah but we went into you know we we got through all of that i had a pressure sore That was months, dude. That's the flap surgery is crazy. Now it's a little bit better because I had another flap surgery. But you know, and that was right in the middle of college. I was in my second year at uh, Loma Linda, and it was, you know, I had to stop and just be pretty much. I did surgery right away, and that's a process all in itself. Healing from
1: that. No, I'm not familiar with that. Is that a a surgery to help the the sores that you get when you're pressure pressure
2: sore? Yeah. On your tail or anywhere, on, on most of the time on your tail, yeah. you got a, th- it's a flap surgery. So what they do is they cut from underneath your, right underneath your leg mm-hmm. and where your knee is, the bottom of your thigh. And it goes all the way up into a kind of like a question mark around your tail. And then they okay. pull it up, okay. cut the muscle, push it up in there, triple layer sutures, some JP tubes so they can drain. And then you lay there and heal. Lay on so, your stomach, basically on your on your side. Your stomach, your side. like, ugh. yeah. You know the worst Dang. thing about that's when you get up and those muscles that we have to use, like our rhomboids and different postural muscles that everybody else would use, they hurt. Yeah, they hurt yeah. bad. You're like, oh you gotta, man, bring them all the way oh. back from point A. Right, sucks. Yeah. I've done that twice. Twice. Yeah, I did that a <laughs> few years back again. So, Not so that.
0: Have
1: you learned anything to maybe kind of help? mitigate getting him in the first place or? yes yeah i did yeah
2: so when i got when i got out of the hospital the the second time this is maybe four or five years ago um i had a there was a psych, psychology doctor at uh ballard rehab that was in a chair as well she was my co-worker so i'd see her all the time hey you know we'd rap about it and she was like yo i got this pad after i had my last one And I haven't had any problems in like six years. And I'm like, what? It's called the Java Ride. It's a pad where they sit you on like that pressure mapping or the little, uh, you you jump out of your chair. They take the pad off. They throw a bean bag up there. You sit Uh on it. They suck all the air out. They kind of pressure map it. And then they build this pad that's specifically to you. It's pretty much a hard cushion with voids where you have your pressure points. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had any problems since from it's a little bit different of a ride, but you know, because we're used to Rojos and Jay's Mm
1: Yep.
2: You know, all the comfort you can have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it kind of you start to eat those a little bit, but I'll take that any day of the week over 47 days in the hospital. Yeah. Heck yeah. 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 So in
1: that in that process where you know, now you're ready, gone to college, or or even speak a little bit about. Kind of what you' in no mentioning any names but what you're up against so these those people that were in the industry that you had come from who you went back had the knowledge base to a, sounds like a, a fairly significant degree and they just didn't even want to have the conversation
2: when I got her, oh when I was going back back you know, with concrete work yeah. when I was going back to the construction yeah. so these people me. you know oh they knew me
1: uh, a lot I'll
2: of people you... knew me because I was I was good at my job. and Yeah, I, you, you, know, you were a star in that arena. Yeah, I was just, I was good at it. And I was yeah. wall song, and I did the Palm Springs Aerial Tram. And, you know, I got flown up in helicopter at the top of that day. I, you know, I had a good time. I loved doing what I was doing. It was big and strong. And um, it just, they they kept putting me in the back burners. Yeah. And putting me off and this and that. And like, you know, they had a bunch of people in there who were sitting around. And it just, you know, they knew I could do it. And it, you know, it took everything I had to go out there because I was a new injury and I was just like, whatever. I didn't know how to push the chair. I'm glad I didn't do that. I'd probably fall on my face on those construction (laughs) sites. (laughs) I was not ready for dirt. So I'll tell you that much. But, you know, it was just, they just kept putting me off. So it was months and months of that. You know, I was still getting my social security or whatever I was getting. And, uh, you know, I got a good chunk of change from that because I made good money. But um, at the end of the day, it was just, you know, all right, I'm not just going to sit here and try to, you know, be the dead horse. That's not how we're doing it. We're, you know? And as I kept healing, you know, you heal over the same, you, after a head injury, you just don't heal up. You, you're you healing yearly. You know, and every year I sit back and I think about where I've came, what I've done, what's changed, what mistakes I've made. Have I learned anything where the connecting the dots on, you know, how to continue to put one foot in front of the other, you know, and well, that, that, not me, but, you know, um, keep pushing forward no backwards yeah so they they were just it just wasn't going to happen it wasn't so much that I couldn't do it because we still I we have people who are in the construction industry that you know so yeah, yeah. you know David and, and,
1: and, and again my guys, but, my brother went on to the yeah. I mean he was an estimator but at some points he still had to go out to job sites sometimes he's in a chair yeah he's a chair
2: user sure? yeah oh I know yeah yeah um yeah so that's what kind of Me to that, I mean, it wasn't so much that they were putting up a bunch of barriers and just telling me, Ah, get out of here, wheelchair dude. It was more, it it was more like, um, you know, unsure. They had the equipment, you know, and I was like, Hey, yo, I know it's just sitting there, let me make this work for you type stuff. And it was just, you know, busy, busy company and you know all right yeah you know what let me get this side clean and do this and that and then we'll get you down there and we'll do this and uh and i was just like all right you know but after you know six months seven months you know you're like okay you know yeah, don't, not don't keep telling me tomorrow yeah they didn't have the courage to just say i didn't i didn't even chase it. chicks like that i'm not doing that Yeah, no mean? more no <laughs> yeah <laughs> not doing that so i was just like nah, i'm not you know i'm not you know, and then well, after Ken said that to me, I was just like, All right. So I took a first class. You know what the best class I took in the first year was called? What? It was a half a unit. It was called Becoming a Master Student, because I hadn't been in school in 10 years.
0: <laughs> and it like
2: taught you how to write, like how to take tests, how to like read a little bit to skim over. And I was like, Hmm, I'm glad I took this, you know.
1: Yeah. And that was sounds like a safer one for me. Dude
2: told me to take that.
1: Yeah, so that got to the launching pad to the rest of it.
2: Yeah, it just you know it just gave you that that basic math that you forgot as you were going through the school but as a youngster.
1: Before we go too much further, I'm curious because um, I know this is a part of the the program of possibilities. Did were you visited by a peer support person and
2: was um, that something you yeah. utilized? <laughs> yeah, he he came right into my hospital room. Jumped up in his truck and I went out there and I was like, What you can drive? I was like, what? My brother was there, it was funny. It, uh, I don't know if you remember Daniel RJ, oh,
1: okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You
2: remember him? Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. him in years, but, but he, he was like the guy that organized all of the, oh, yeah. the sports programs. Yeah, that yeah. dude could jump in a Z71 and I was like, What the heck is Chevy? <laughs> I was like, Oh, if he could do that, I could do you know. And it, it, yeah. the good thing about Daniel coming out there is he was like. He he was was seeing that like it gives you hope. You're like, oh, wait. right, because right. you get you get hurt and you're like, they got custom wheelchairs, they've got this and that. You don't know, you don't even no, look. No, you're going through life with you know tunnel vision, blinders on to the disabled community, and it's like, you know, then you, then your your eyes are open wide. So, yeah.
1: and I, and I think uh, again, we talk about that, that. I think that's what a lot of people go through. It's my life's over. You know, all the things that right. I kind of saw in my future marriage and. You know and kids and a career and all those things right those are done with you know but yeah you kind of learn no they're not it's just it's a different path right right
2: it yeah. is yeah and i used to do all of them and then i started then you know when i got into the you know the field i'm in i was seeing everybody so it didn't matter i didn't need to do peer visits because i was doing them every day anyways gotcha so well
1: good so that brings us to through your education what are you doing now
2: what am I doing now? So I went to school, got my bachelor's, my master's in nutrition and dietetics. Um, so I'm a dietitian, And then I did a bunch of odd-end jobs. Like, at, you know, at first, I think they were a little bit fearful of hiring me. And then I met Mary Jane McTally. She hired me, and I was trying not to even get the job. I was like, I'm just going to keep taking care of the kids. My wife was like, nope.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're
2: getting a like, job. <laughs> <laughs> we had just bought a house, dude. Uh. She was like, and you Kaipa, and she was just like, Hey, you need to go to work. And I was like, well, we didn't buy the house yet. I started working and then I worked for her and sell a couple odd end jobs. And then I worked at like Arrowhead regional for about six months. Then we kind of, or six months, almost a year. Then I was just doing some other things. Then we bought a house and I quit. And I was like, I'm going to redo everything in the house. I got pictures of like, I'd redid the, hardwood floor I redid everything I don't know why I had to like have a little contest with myself to make sure I could still do it pour some concrete mm-hmm. do everything I did it with Eddie mm-hmm. like some of the guys that you guys know might be on here someday Yeah. I got pictures of that guy pushing me and me holding a jackhammer and him pushing me in my wheelchair <laughs> all right man I realized, dude I've got all kinds of them so oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah so you know we I redid that and then I got a job at, uh, where else, Ballard Rehab, and I started running their nutrition department. So, I really got to see all the injuries, because that's a rehabilitation, physical, not drug. Yeah. And um, I worked there for like six, almost six years. And then, you know. In, in a dietary that, but, capacity? Uh, yeah, I ran the kitchen and gotcha. the dietitians. So I was heavy is the head that wears the crown, guys. Heavy is the head that wears. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm good on I'm oh. good on, on being the boss. So I left there and I got a job at Riverside, San Bernardino County Indian Health. So right now I am a diabetes like pretty much counselor. I've got a gym right out here. I do fitness for with everybody. I do whatever they need. Awesome. So, and I still do a bunch of you know if they have other disease processes or anything like that but anyways I'm a dietitian and that's you yeah. know what I do it's tough nobody wants to talk about food food and money two difficult things to talk about oh, well. and nobody wants to be told how to do either of them so yeah yeah so that's what I do now um I do that Monday through Friday here I work at the Saboba Clinic but I do take care okay. of them all and, over you know so yeah.
1: and it's just a you know, just to state it it's it's for able bodied and anybody, anybody who needs those services within that community
2: that you anybody. Serve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anybody yeah. wants to come in, you know. I did you know I feel like the um it's easier for me in this field like yeah. this because they're guard drops. I don't know why, yeah. but they'll talk to me about anything. It's awesome. You know, you know I that's never, what it is. Honesty with me is what's going to get you to where you want to be. So, yeah.
1: i you know, I never I never correlated those two things because I, I was just telling somebody either today or yesterday that people I, I'm not somebody that's out, believe it or not, outgoing. And and I but once once I initiate a conversation with somebody, I, I could I could talk, you know, and I could have a conversation. I'm not shy by that, you know, stretch of the imagination. But but people tell me things. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes they tell me things I don't want to hear, you know. And yeah. very soon after talking with them, and I don't know what they did, but I never thought of it that way. You know, maybe. Well, it
2: must like, feel like we have uh They assume we all have empathy.
1: Yeah, and we've been through some you things, know? so maybe we understand. I, I don't
2: know. Yeah. I get in there and they start talking to me like I'm the doctor, and I'm like, "Yo, (laughs) whoa, not doing (laughs) any. (laughs) I'm like, "Keep keep it to keep it to a minimum." I'm here talking about hey, one C, homies. Yeah,
1: (laughs) whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so what do you what do you do for your adrenaline these days?
2: Um, I'm still pushing. I stayed in Big Bear the other day in an Airbnb, and I was dipping out of there. So I still like to push. That's my you know, even more than basketball now. I actually just got a grant from CAF for a distance chair, but I, I have a meeting actually with the top end dudes because I don't know how to measure it for that. I never even been in one. Yeah. I push in my basketball chair. That, that I was gonna ask you what
1: you're what you're pushing
2: in. I push in that because you can move better in it. Like you can not it's not so much that maybe you get a little more resistance from the front casters, but mm-hmm. I can also dip up an apron and get out of the way of a car. And, you know, I've yep. almost been hit. And, you know, there's just wildlife. You're in Big Bear, you're in other I've been chased <laughs> by coyotes by Crafton Hills and chased by them. Wow. But no, well, I went, I bombed that hill on the uh, east end. And then I kind of slid through the intersection there. And when I came back, I was pushing back up it and that's a, that's a steep hill. So you're only getting like 10, 15 pushes and then you're stopping a little bit. Yeah. But you remember my wife was coming down on her bike and she was like pointing behind and I had my dog with me biscuit and there was a coyote right there. There was actually three of them. And I was like, Oh no, I should push with my nine million. No, I was like, <laughs> so I just went, I had to go backwards up of it. And when I got like halfway to the top, I was like, yo, I'm not going to be able to backwards up this. Done, I, i've actually. never tried that i've never yeah. tried back backing up interesting oh backing up a hill yeah you got to do some of that you can't just yeah. do the front you got to do the back it'll yeah. pull your shoulder. it keeps that that Balance. play in there so you still oh, okay. are all right let me, let me
1: jot bit. that lesson down
2: all right yeah so i went backwards and then some kids came out of the college and i was like hey chase these coyotes <laughs> they're all like flip-flops all 20 nothing <laughs> i was like all right cool so yeah that was nuts, but that was the only time I got chased by I chased by a dog. Yeah, oh yeah. But See you get that. big with the dog, and most of the time they'll. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time they back down.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because yeah. a too. So have,
1: have you, other than, you know, when you're trying to get back into concrete work, have you, have you experienced any discrimination? Do you feel or yeah,
2: um, you, in all honesty. Doctors are some of the hardest people I've ever had to work with. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're just a different group of dudes and people, dudes, I mean, women and men, but just people. And, you know, sometimes smartness is just different. And that to I don't know if it's so much discriminatory, but I I don't think I've felt any of that. You know, you might see some haters every now and then, but people are going to hate whether you're in a chair or not. Right? they're just yeah. haters so oh yeah at the end of the day it's like they, they they hate on ideas more than they hate on a person so yeah. and they hate on you know maybe what you stand for or different things like that but um i haven't seen a lot of that like discrimination like yeah your wheelchair but <laughs> you don't have to really yeah. see that so I get always, pretty... my
0: friend, even to this day i get all the time do you i think it's because you know they're just what really uh, makes them mad the most is that I'm so strong-minded and so determined to not give up and do it. It, it, it you, know, you know, it makes, it makes them hate me even more than when I pull it off in the end.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm blind to it and don't even care. Cause I'm, I'm, you know, this Doug, that I'm, I'm social butterfly. So <laughs> I want to go talk to everybody and I want to be, you know, I like, say to myself i don't really care for people but i i do i like them so i like to be around people i like to talk to people i like to socialize so uh, a lot of times if somebody's throwing shade then i'm i'm I've, I've, I won't talk oblivious so right yeah, yeah, yeah i'm sorry yeah, like, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey,
1: I, I, I think i'm definitely that way i never really enters my mind i only ask in the context of this show because i want to you know, yeah, sure. I, I kind of want to, you know, see what people's experiences are. You know, the, the only thing is is going from somebody who was walking on crutches and I transitioned into the chair, you know, so it was like right. this slow motion process that happened over, you know, five to ten years, you know, to where I just couldn't walk anymore, you know, and all this <clears throat> shoulders are just worn out and, and what they call post polio syndrome where the, the neuropathy is just is is Goes south, it, it, like it does in everybody in aging. Right, it just accelerated because I had polio But it, but at any rate, my you know my brother had already been in in the chair for uh, quite a few years, and you know, and he was kind of giving me a heads up things that would happen, and and it, because I, I had been quote unquote disabled already, I thought no, no, that that's not going to happen. So you, what you get is it's kind of like a soft discrimination, you know, it, that I've noticed is that. You're at a restaurant and people turn to the able-bodied people and say things like, "What does he want?"
2: Have you but ever, have you ever seen that or experienced that? I'm slamming somebody's head off the table. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know, I would, I would, You know, <laughs> you know I, I haven't heard that because I'm a little quick. Fused, so. yeah. Oh, I've had to have <laughs> yeah, a smile talk. as I could be. I'm, I'm ready to get. So I have had a, casino, day, a talk. I have people. never really heard anything like, oh, you know, I did casino once, but I think that was alcohol from a guy talking. But you know, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the day, for the most part, I'm going to move people when I'm coming through. Like, to, you know, at the to the restaurants and stuff, dude. I'm, I'm coming through. Like, I know, I'm more discriminatory to myself than anybody's ever been to me. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to, no, 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 You know, I don't even want to go that way. You know, I don't want to, I don't feel like doing that. Ah, there's steps, so, you know, stuff like that. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm way more, you know, putting myself down more than anybody does. Yeah. You know, unfortunately that's kind of sad to say, but that's how I am. It's just like, okay, well, I'll just take the path of least resistance and not do it. Then, have somebody help me do do things or move or anything like that, you know. Because if you're if you're dipping through like a bar and grill and you're like in there where the, everything's high, I don't even care if it's high, or I don't even care where the tables are. I can still eat like that. I'll put it on my lap and eat. I don't care. Something. Yeah, absolutely. Matter. But well, that's, you know, that's good to hear. That's I've, good to hear. I've never really seen like anything to where you know most people jump up out of their chair. Like most of the time they're good with it. I've never really had like too many people, maybe bigger people, but sometimes they're a little angry, but whatever.
1: Yeah. And that's it. It's, it is the best, best majority. You know, you only hear those things. every once in a while. And they're most of the time they make me laugh. You know, you know, there's things, yeah. things like out at the track at the speedway, they uh, give rides on uh, golf carts for the disabled, you know? So oh, it is, they? yeah, it's a big place. So, you know, I, I could push through the other side. But so what we'll do is, uh, you know, I get in the passenger seat of a golf cart. My buddy would grab my wheelchair and hop on the back seat. So, you know, we we do that little routine. I get up there and we're sitting there, and the guy's just sitting there. And pretty soon he'll say, he'll look over his shoulder at my buddy and say, you know, I can't read minds. You know, and I look at him and I'm like, I can talk. You know, like, yeah, through that tone of my mind, in a tone like, you idiot. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I mean, the things that people say, you know. So, and hey, my buddy's great because, you know, they'll always ask uh, if we go in somewhere, can I check his
2: bag? It's like, how the hell do
1: I know? Ask him. You know? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's just been a long time, like time
2: since I've been to the track. When I got hurt, we had an infield spot. And I was right just like, hey, California ass. Speedway. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't know if that uh, is going to be around much longer. Oh, really? I, I don't that's know. That's, that's, I kind of speculate. They they say they're going to reconfigure it, but I have my suspicions. But that's just me. Yeah. Just, Let's just make it a figure eight
2: track and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, right? There we go. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> like the orange show? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. The boat see races who, and all that stuff. <laughs> see who's got it then, huh? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think we've tortured you probably enough. Eric, Eric we, we have this new thing we're kind of trying out. We're we're doing three
0: questions. You hear me? All right, man. Here we go. One yeah. more one one, two, three. So Here's he's gonna do- one, buddy. Okay. Do you have a secret talent?
2: A secret talent. Um uh now you, you threw me caught me off off guard <laughs> right there. Secret talent. I'm trying to think. I really don't think so. I'm a hell of a cook, but um but that's not a secret, right? <laughs> no, it's not. Everybody knows that, but nah, I don't think I do. I'm not too sure. All not right. yet.
0: I'm about to have one. <laughs> you
2: have to work on that. <laughs> All yeah, right, I'll what's question number
0: two? All uh, right, question number two. Question number two, two, two. Okay, um, this one this one may seem a little strange at first, but I'm sure you know some people have, some people haven't. But have you ever seen a ghost?
2: Have I ever seen a ghost? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Not not in person. That would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be different.
1: Yeah, I think if you've seen a ghost, you would know. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're I mean, open to the idea,
2: huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I watch a lot of movies. So
0: yep. <laughs> Third and final. Here's number three. If you could invent a holiday, what would it be?
2: What would it be? What would my holiday be? Oh, dude, we'd have a wheelchair holiday. Hey, I like it. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? Federal, so I'd get the work off because I work. (laughs) Get another day off, another three day (laughs) weekend. All right. (laughs) That would be dope. (laughs) And it'd be a Friday. Oh, I can do a
1: Friday, Saturday, Sunday instead of a Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
2: Um, but well, take Monday off <laughs> after three so days. I just make it a four day weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very good.
2: All right, Eric. Appreciate it. Thank
1: you very much for yeah, spending for sure. some time with us. Thanks
2: for having me. It's right. awesome.
1: Tell all your friends and family and like and share and subscribe and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, for sure. Right. Send it to me on all my social medias. Or you got if You want on all those?
1: Yep, I think so. But if right. I don't, know, I'll hunt you down.
0: Alright <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming okay, right. brother I always say uh, yes when life says no
1: When you're high, you feel different You think different You talk different, you draw different You listen to music different But you probably knew that Problem is, you also drive different And not in a good way That's why driving high is illegal Everywhere So if you're high, just don't drive Make a plan to get a sober ride Because if you feel different you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. All right. Welcome back. Walk and Roll Live. Uh, Kind of winding down things here. Uh, We always uh, like to promote any upcoming events. Um, We've got uh, Eric in his disaster preparedness training. August 17th and November 16th are the next two uh, go rounds, right? You can sign up there is a link on our website uh, to take you to possibilities. It's through possibilities at Loma Linda, right?
0: This is a run. You can't miss folks. Very good. Very good.
1: And um, if you're looking for any, any uh, resources pertaining to your disability, we have a resource page on our website, walk and roll live, all one word.com. If you don't find the resources there, do like Holly did. Let us know, send us a link, something you want to share. And uh, we'll get it up there as soon as we can. That's one thing I, I get, not from people that have listened to the show, but just different organizations. I must get at least one a week or more where they have found the page and say, hey, here's a good resource. Do you mind adding it? And I kind of do some vetting and check it out before we I put it on there. But um, most of the time, yeah, it's all good stuff. Sometimes it's just sales and it's, it's really, how do I say it? It's It's not... Uh, you know, it really evident that it's disability related. It's a, it's kind of a stretch, but you know, it's, I, I kind of decide case by case. Um not sure what we have in store next week. I have a few things and kind of I'm tossing around, so uh, we'll figure it out and we'll be back. Right. Eric, anything you want to
0: share before we head out? Oh, Oh yeah. Like um, yesterday I made the, my next drink called the Shirley Temple it's basically, you know, ginger ale with the maraschino. You can do the cherry or you can use the juice from the cherries itself and a little bit of lime juice. And then last week I did my first cocktail with some uh, pineapple juice, lime juice, and some ginger beer. And for optional garnishes, you can always add the uh, lime slice or the mint leaves for extra flavor. It sounds good in this hot weather. Is it a good cooler? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a great cooler. Lots of ice. Uh, you had lots of advice and let me tell you one of my main goals with my new uh, hobbies and cocktails is to make a manhattan with no alcohol that way people can say you know you all can say whatever you want about eric but the guy knows how to make a manhattan
1: (laughs) all right my brother good deal we'll wrap things up here thank you for listening and thank you to Aguilar professional training for sponsoring our studio uh for eric aguilar i'm doug Vincent. see you next week
0: And that's the way the cookie crumbles. See you later, folks
1: walk and roll live is heard around the world at walk and roll live.com Podbean, and spotify like us at facebook.com slash walk and roll live you can email us at war live at walk and roll with comments observations or whatever's on your mind whatever's on your mind have a topic you'd like to hear or a guest you think would be great for the show let us know look for new episodes every tuesday afternoon thanks for listening